Hello and welcome to a new episode of the SAP Experts podcast. My name is Timo Deiner, also known as the innovation guy from the office of the CTO at SAP Germany. I'm thankful that I was selected as one of the hosts of the All-Stars team and you will hear from me topics around, you may be guessed it, innovation, trends, technology and real-world customers. In my very first episode as a host of the SAP Experts podcast, I talked with the global lead future of work, Dr. Oliver Gutzeit, on the role of IT in future of work topics, the fact that job titles are just titles and, maybe more important, how important technology has become and will be for the near future in our daily work experience. You will learn that future of work is much more than just virtual reality and that it's not just only an HR topic. But now let's jump into the episode and give a warm welcome to Oliver. Um, Oliver, you were in a global IT before and responsible, as, as far as I know, responsible for um, IT-related projects. And a fun fact, I guess, to for the beginning of our episode is that um, you gave yourself a title like, like me. I, I gave myself the title of Innovation Guy and SAP is flexible enough that everyone, I guess, can, can give um, his or her own title. And um, you gave you the additional title of Global Lead for Future of Work. Yes. Yes, global lead future of work. And uh, hopefully you agree this really sounds great because um, I really want also to emphasize how huge that topic is and we need global leads for these topics. I'm still in global IT, so I'm not leaving that area in the opposite. Um, I, I run around there and uh, try to bring out what we all have there for cool things. And future of work and, and these IT stuff, especially at SAP, relates really a lot. And therefore, yes, I'm super proud on the title. Um, and please mention that several times again also in this um, podcast here, Global Future of Work at SAP. Yes. Okay, cool. So um, future of work, <laughs> Oliver, as, as the global lead future of work, yes, Oliver, okay. um, future of work, um, of course, from my point of view, it, it touches, of course, things like enterprise mobility and, and all uh -huh. our laptops we are working with and workplaces or workspaces maybe. But to be honest, typically, I would have seen this topic more from an HR point of view and not from an IT point of view. As global lead future of work, Oliver, um, what yeah. are your thoughts on that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes, as the global lead future of work, I have something to say. And the, and the cool thing is now to be a little more serious. Um, I think this topic is broad enough to have a lot of global leads. Um, and the future of work is so generic, is, is such a generic expression. You can see that in the, in the news, everywhere is talking about how will the future of work will be. And yes, of course, people normally think first in the direction of HR, but why is that? I think HR people uh, relate to um, everything with people is HR and everything what IT is doing is technology. And that is, yeah, um, that is the first thing we have to learn in the future of work. Um, we give technology a new role. And at the end, 
everything what we are doing is a people-related topic. Yeah. Let it be the people responsible for buildings. In the past, they have been somewhere in the basement and um, yeah, uh, knocking at the, at the heating and take care that your place is warm and perhaps safe and perhaps uh, yeah, a healthy environment. And at the end, perhaps also the color at the wall is not as, as, as SAP at every location in the past, but um, uh, my office, for example, has a very, very interesting color from the 80s, I think. Um, but normally that was the role in the past. And HR has the, had the role to do everything with contracts, with the people in IT running servers. And I think yeah. that changed totally. So future of work is also... Um, not only something in 20 years, so are we flying around, are we having space cars, or is the future of work independent from an office, but it's also understanding how it has changed that companies care for their people. So you as an employee from SAP, you don't care if you are treated by HR or GRF or facility colleagues or IT, you want to have a, a great working environment. And our task is to provide you that. And the future of work gives answers, probably what will change in the next couple of years or what had changed already. If that makes any sense, Timo. So um, yeah. Of course, it's enterprise mobility and it's 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 all these uh, laptops and things, um, but it's everything together. So HR topics, um, building related, your workplace related topics, and especially also IT topics. It's it's an umbrella, I guess. It's it's like an umbrella. It's, yeah, that's for, that's a good expression. Topics, yeah. And, and and interesting enough, we started future of work at SAP. Um, I would say one year ago to to cover that expression a little bit. Currently, you haven't heard too much in the press around, and also internally as an SAP colleague, you haven't heard too much from SAP as a company in regards to future of work. And the interesting thing is, future of work has been on our day-to-day um, -day work in our legacy already since the beginning of the company. Since 50 mm -hmm. years, we define the future of work for our customers, for our people at SAP. And we are always try to be a little bit ahead to be good partners also for our customers. Therefore, now, since one year, we have to give some answers, of course, because people are in the home office um, all together. We are in the remote locations and we have more and more questions. How will be that future of work? And so it is a cross-board um, uh, exercise uh, to give answers there. And that is has been initiated as an umbrella project at SAP because we learned more and more how many people already worked on that topic since yeah, since years, mm -hmm. and it's not always easy to find them. So I know you, Timo, you are the innovation guy. If I have anything about innovation, I approach you. And now you learned, if you have any questions in towards future of work, you ask the global lead. Exactly, I do. And um, I really like that, that you said, um, Oliver, um, that we are a bit ahead of our customers. And I remember, so I'm with SAP for many, many years. And when I started my career at SAP, we all had these fancy business um, Blackberries. Um, rest in peace, dear Blackberry. But <laughs> then one day, um, Apple announced something which was called the iPhone. Mm -hmm. And as far as I know, SAP was one of the first company who said, okay, we go all in and we provide iPhones or iPads, I guess it was the, the iPad first, we mm -hmm. provide iPads for all of our employees. And 
as an replacement or as an addition to our BlackBerry. Yeah. And um, back in these days, we tried to um, yeah sell mobility and so on to also to our customers. And um, looking back, we were ahead. We were many, many years ahead um, from our customers in terms of how can we work. And this is, from my point of view, also something where which would be today under the um, future of work umbrella because we started this initiative many many years ago where we said okay we need to give our employees good good devices that they can work and we enabled them or we we allowed them to to, to not to separate the business and the private life because we were always allowed to use also in a in a limited space of course um, the iPads for our personal life so every one of us could use YouTube and stuff like that on the devices and this is also future of work from my point this of view. This is future of work um, and has always been and the interesting fun fact is that we are internally I think far ahead from that what we are perceived from outside so we, I think we are still not market leader in terms of um, our software is mobile enabled in the best possible way. Absolutely. And I think what's currently happening um, with people like uh, Martin Lang, who, who brought that topic internally up um, and built the mobile COE and, and the Apple partnership things where we build great apps internally. I think we have around 80 native Apple um, iOS apps for, for iPads for our sales colleagues. They have the whole office in the pocket. They can run the company. Uh, the MDs can run the companies with um, with the applications they have in the pocket, but we were not able too much to bring that also to our customers. So that is a great example how far we are sometimes ahead internally, which is great for you and me as employees, but which is not, let's say, what we ultimately have to reach because everything what we are doing is for customer success and nothing yeah. else. But what we are now doing is exactly that, that with this umbrella future of work, and we talk about these topics and we suddenly see a hey, cool what we have internally. Um, Timo, you know, our, for example, our showroom tours, which we also, I think, invite at the end of the podcast. This is a little bit of a spoiler. Sorry for that, Timo. But that's um, fine. <laughs> if, if, if you at, at the lines here uh, want to have a, a tour behind the scenes, how we are really running, how we run the intelligent enterprise, how we are using all these apps, uh, what we are currently talking about, this is possible. We are eager to share that. We are IT guys doing marketing. We are IT guys happy to open um, um, the, the curtain and, and let you look behind and through the keyhole uh, at SAP. Uh, and that leads also for us as a company to understand, hey, we are capable of doing that. So mm -hmm. what we are currently doing, we share that experience from the internal IT to our product engineering. And I think Thomas Sauer Essex soon will send out a great bunch of uh, mobile applications for our for our SAP products. Hopefully I'm not spoiling that, uh, but it's, I think it's a, it's not a, it's not a secret, right, Timo? <laughs> it could be, yeah. We could <laughs> cut be. that out. And of course, um, we will have yeah. more fancy iOS applications, yes. Yes, but also this mobile approach in total. It's yeah. not only about apps and fancy apps. It's about really taking care of that of that, um, of that, that understanding that you and me, we are not divided into half, like we are private ones and we yeah. are um, people in a, working in a company. So what normally happens is you in your private life, you can handle everything, right? You can, if you need something, you, you take your mobile phone, you, you have the right app and you, you are, if you want to shop something, you go to Amazon or whatever. I don't have to, um, not allowed to take names here, but um, let's take any of these 
larger um, um, yeah, um, offerings. And then you tap on some, some apps and then some, something happened and you get your product in some hours later. Yeah. Uh, then you come to a company and you need something. And this order process given by the company, they explain you as the employee, this is how you have to do it. It's not your choice. And so every time I organize my life, that is easy. And then if I work at, at, at a company, it is difficult. This doesn't make any sense. So we started not to provide mobile devices and apps. We started to provide a consumer-like enterprise experience. A consumer-like enterprise experience, which really doesn't differentiate between you as a private Timo and the SAP Timo. The SAP Timo, yeah. I really like that. <laughs> the SAP Timo. Maybe this is my next title instead of Innovation Guy. The SAP I have more Timo. ideas for great titles. So whoever <laughs> yeah. is listening to that podcast, I can also offer this special service of creating titles that really bring you forward. That's, that's really cool. But uh, you mentioned something really interesting from my point of view, because when I'm talking with my customers, or when we are talking with customers, I get, I guess you get the same feedback as well. Um, we are sometimes a bit in front or ahead of um, where our customers are standing. And um, I use that story or I'm using these stories sometimes for my keynote presentations. And I'm always using a big image where you see a small child standing in front of huge and many um, steps and it's standing at the very first step and it's looking and it doesn't see any end of the steps. So just and already the first step is very high for this little one, right? So exactly. Yeah. It's, it's very high. And sometimes I have the feeling that we are standing on step number 20 or 50 or whatever, and our customers or partners are not, not often at the first step, but they are sometimes they are ahead of us and sometimes they are on step 10 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, how, what do you think? How can we handle that? That it's not a f f some fear for our customers when we say, okay, now we don't divide between a, a private Timo and an SAP Timo, but we also know that our customers, they have that let's say old fashioned mindset where I have to divide because of security and whatever, there are tons of reasons why they want to divide that. Yes. And um, how can we be a good example or a role model company or something like that um, to, to help our customers also to um, offer the same experience like we do to their employees? Um, I, as an IT guy, would have a, a very simple answer because I totally get that feeling. Also, if I if I joined or uh, when I joined SAP six years ago, um, and I live really nearby headquarters here in Waldorf, and mm -hmm. I lived my whole childhood uh, very nearby, and I have always, uh, of course, had a, a great bunch of of best friends in the company. So I visit them in the early times, also for a good lunch or whatever what was possible for externals. Um, also, SAP has been on the customer side since many years. So I visited also the buildings. But from the outside, from the press, from the perception, always SAP is really not only the market leader um, by reason, but also really um, expressing that also. So you, you really get directly the impression this is, this is 10 years uh, ahead. And I can 
absolutely if i if i would have the the task to do something similar in my company mm-hmm. i would say is sap helpful because they are they are standing there on top of this uh, um, stairs and and looking down on me can they imagine how hard the work is and now we did something i think very helpful therefore we started in the internal it to talk again very very deeply on sap runs sap sap runs sap always has been the strongest proof point of of that what we are pretending to be what we are assuming in our marketing uh, what we in our sales pitches give our customers we have to prove point that we have to to prove that to customers that we are not talking about whatever uh, uh, castles in the sky, but um, really did that also. That is the reason we are ahead. It's not the reason we want to prove point we are already on the moon and you are still there somewhere down on earth. It is about, hey, we made that way, I would say six months ago, the same problems as you has had, the same challenges. And we failed also on some of the places And the good thing is we can tell you, we can show you these failures so you don't have to make the same failures. And you can, we can talk about and exchange about our experience, perhaps that is helpful on your track. At the end, we are therefore a strong partner because we overcame some of the challenges. We already uh, talked also to our our product colleagues um, what, what could be improved so our customers are not jumping in the same uh, problems there, or we prove point how cool these things really are. They really work. They really solve problems. And we solve that for 100,000 colleagues worldwide. And wherever that is possible, we always we also do very proud storytelling. So having IT guys who are eager to market themselves, who are proud on their outcome and happy to share and have the skill set also to do it in a way that is very professional, uh, hopefully, it's. Uh, <laughs> I think it's very professional. Uh, that could help in addition to great sales colleagues that are identifying customers' problems, in addition to great marketing colleagues who can explain the bigger story behind it, that in sum makes it so unique. And what we will do is already a little spoiler again. So this podcast really is so worthful for you because you get insights, really hard insights. That's what we always do. We want to share from IT uh, the real things. Um, and and you can you can challenge us on that. We will on Sapphire. So if you are happy to join Sapphire, we will launch a, a special section on SAP.com. SAP.com where we talk and share stories on SAP Runs SAP from IT guys. So it's the first time we as IT guys enter that domain and try also to add something to that overall story on a public way on SAP.com, which is really, we are so excited. I'm so super excited next to this podcast. The next big thing really is SAP.com. Timo, hopefully you are also a visitor of that page. Yes, I will be. And the first question is... um, who is your target group when you mm-hmm. are addressing that, Oliver? So yeah. um, when, when I hear IT guys are talking, so is your is your target group also IT or um, who is the target group? Yeah, actually? first of all, of course, yes, IT guys are um, our colleagues, let's say. IT guys in, on customer side are our colleagues mm-hmm. facing exactly the same problems as we do. So when we meet, for example, on TechEd, 
um, that is exactly an, an on eye level where we where we can really say how solved you that uh, you solve that in that way. Or I can give you some tips and tricks. How and we also learn backwards. Of course, we are not yeah. the one giving always advice and have best practices. We failed in some things. Customer solved, and it's a it's not a a, a single a single direction. It's not a one way. Yeah, it's not it's a not one way. Yes, yeah, exactly. So one of the target group exactly is that, but more. Um, uh, there's more in it. So we are also able to give insights on different levels. So the stories we are preparing, they are always work like telling the, the big picture. This is suitable also on a C-level to enrich um, a customer discussion. We can enrich it with a, with a strong and powerful SAP runs SAP section. And um, there we can also drill down. We can have double clicks. So when we have people in that rounds identifying themselves as experts, for example, in some specific questions, we can immediately uh, drill down and look behind the big picture into how we really solve that and that system to work together. And then yeah, even more drill down into a live demo. That is all possible. Uh, we are prepared for that. And more important, the people, the real people doing the, the things, they are prepared um, not always you can present IT guys to customers, right? So <laughs> we also worked on that, that we have both. Um, we have people that are able to interact on any level with customers, but are really knowing what they are talking about. Not always yeah. this skill set is in one person united. Yeah, especially because I want to challenge that, especially your um, your target group thing when you are talking, of course, or if you would only talk to IT, because um, my observation is, and this is my personal observation, um, when we are talking with customers and we are typically also as a technology innovation guy, I'm also talking to IT guys, um, that they don't have as much money as they had maybe some years ago, because now the business areas and so they got the budget and they are deciding where to go. And so the next challenge would be if you are talking to IT, you should also help them to yeah, to get in the driver's seat again and also be not only the guys who are providing laptops or providing smartphones, they are providing uh, yeah the foundation for the next generation of employees, for example, because they have the ex expectations, like you mentioned before, um, the young people, they don't want to have two smartphones. They want to have one smartphone. They want to watch Netflix and so on. And the IT is the only enabler in a company, from my point of view, who are the ones who can enable that and who can provide the platform that um, this is possible, but they are from my point of view, in that challenging situation that they don't have the budget any longer. And yeah. this might be an interesting track, how to convince C-level, how to convince business units to give IT more responsibility back. And of course, since we are in a cloud age, from my point of view, everyone can consume cloud software as a service. They don't need IT any longer. And yeah. I think it's also part of, of, of our mission or of your mission that IT still stays relevant and more relevant in just only providing an, an SAP system with FICO in the background or something like that. Uh, Timo, thanks for that point, because that really leads also, I think the overall topic here is a future of work. And as you know, I'm the global lead for future of work. You did uh, mention that, yes. I can explain <laughs> you very easily how that relates, because it's exactly like, like you said, we still have more 
um, possibilities at SAP in IT than any other company. We are very, very aware of that. And the reason is simple. We are co-innovation partner also at SAP. We are an IT company. We from IT have to prove point that intelligent enterprise is working. And intelligent enterprise is not a product. You have to bring your enterprise to an intelligent enterprise. And we, we work on that. So we use our innovation power also there mm -hmm. to be a partner for our development as well as for our customers. Therefore, we are a special case. But on the other side, you are totally right. We also struggle with the same things like all our uh, customers um, that IT is perceived sometimes as um, yeah, as, as the executor of, of demand. And we have to switch from demand to need. So, and to understand the need, the business not longer anymore is able to define the need on its own. We have to, we have to help from an IT perspective because all problems in modern business lives, and especially in this so-called future of work, has to be um, to do with technology, with IT. And therefore, IT is always important. But in the past, IT themselves uh, positioned themselves as, an, as a deliverer of technology and fulfilling um, yep. uh, demand and, and say, oh, this is expensive, this is easy, this takes that and that time. But we have to turn it around. We are number one enabler for business. We are enabler for people so that you can do your work, Timo. We have a hard time in IT. And in the best case, you won't, you won't get it because it's so easy. It's so, it's so um, smooth that you can just use it like it, you do it in your private life. Because in private life, you have the choice. Yeah. If something's not working, you just switch to another vendor, to another app, to another device. Um, you make it as, as often as everything then happens and, and is smooth for you. In a company, you can also do that. It's very simple. You can just uh, go to another company. And I know you, Timo, as one of the greatest guys. So therefore, we at SAP have a demand to 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 get you um, to 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 stay at SAP and not to leave the company. It's not that we define your work way. We enable your work in the best possible way. And if you understand that, and that relates totally to technology, then it turns around that the CIO in a company is suddenly a business enabler. Yeah. And. Yeah. The interesting thing is with that, what we are doing here with IT, we have a yearly, um, we have a, a yearly prize um, called by our founder Hasso Plattner, and we are still, and I, I repeat that uh, in every possibility, also in this podcast, we are so super proud that our team, with that SAP runs SAP storytelling, with this, with the things how we enabled the company, that was in the final round this year in the category of customer success, not in the category of IT or development. That's the cool thing in the story, yeah, in, in customer success, yeah. Demonstrates how important the CIO and his unit is. And this story, you are fully right, is also a very crucial part of our storytelling, of our sharing of insights. And we are more than happy also to bring and position our CIO because that is the best story he can share, how he in SAP fills that role of the business enabler and the people enabler. Yeah. And it's one of the most authentic stories, to be honest, um, Oliver, because yeah, when, when IT is talking, especially when they are not that um, well-educated presenters or keynote speakers, they, they are very honest when they are talking. So when I have the IT guys in the meeting, it's the best sales show you can get because they are so 
so honest to the customer. So there is no sales, there is no marketing. They tell it like it is. And this is a big, a big asset. And then I would to add one, one thought, because when we are talking on, yeah, innovation and, and innovation topics and so on, and um, there are always people in the company, um, they ask you, how much products do I sell more? How make I make more revenue and stuff like that? And when we are talking on on all these things, IT is delivering. I guess some of the people um, will ask IT the same. So what's you are not just a cost center. You are now an enabler. And how how can I measure that? Uh, or how can that be measured from a KPI perspective? And I think you already gave the answer because in that currently, yeah, in that war of talents, the KPI is, hey, you enable people to stay, to do their good job and that they love their employer because they have not only a good salary and stuff like that, they also get a nice equipment or a nice workplace or a nice working environment and they want to stay. And this could be a very good KPI from my point of view. And, and I want just to correct a little bit on from my perspective, mm -hmm. Timo, you say fancy, you say nice, you say this is for me, it's not an incentive to have a mobile phone, even an iPhone. There are cheaper ones or cheap is the wrong word. There are less expensive ones and more expensive ones. But at the end, the most expensive one is still not um, a, a primary, a, an incentive. It is a working device and it is, it is an, a part of a proper um, workspace um, that a company um, wants to provide the employees. Yes, of course, not everything is needed. And yeah, we are also yeah. in a realistic world. And we are not just, we, have, we don't have money to throw around. But we learn how also to, um, to work with our people at SAP to get the right demand. And if you really ask people and put them in the right context, they will tell you how they could work in a great day and what is an incentive. And if you then decide okay, you only need that, but I give you that, then it's on top, it is an incentive. But yeah. the prerequisite is really to provide a workspace that fits your needs. And that leads us also to that answer of um, why is future of work so important? It always has been important because the future of work gives answers how work will be in the, I would say, in the near future. And if you are not prepared, you will lose these people. They will, the good ones, will just choose another, another employer. And that's a good point. How will work be in the near future? And yeah. um, I would like to grab one topic we are currently working together, Oliver, is um, the thing with the Oculus Rift or with the VR um, glasses yeah. um, currently. Yeah. And I think, yeah, to be honest, so many of you or many of you might know this from your kids at home, maybe when they are using it at their um, PlayStation or Xbox um, console or stuff like that. But um, especially the pandemic taught us that this might be also in the near future a very relevant thing. So currently, when, when you order an Oculus Rift um, equipment internally, maybe you get the question, hey, why do you need that? What's the business impact on that? But when we are going deeper, and this is what we are currently doing, we are evaluating how a 3D virtual world might help us in customer situations or especially in maybe training situations or presentation situations or whatever. And yeah. um, maybe this is something for the near future. But yeah, I'm with you. We have to test that. Maybe it's a failure. We don't know. So Google invented or um, presented something new at Google I.O., which skips that whole virtual reality stuff. They do it with some other approaches of technology. Maybe we have to skip that um, AR or VR stuff. But um, 
yeah, there's there's much to come, I think, in the in the near future. To be honest, I was a little bit disappointed when I first went into that virtual world from an from an enterprise perspective because mm -hmm. I know what the, the the glasses or the lenses are capable of when you are using them on a on a current next gen console like PlayStation 5 or so and when then you are going into that enterprise context it, it looks like more the the 90s or so maybe the beginning of the 2000s i don't know and um but there is a huge potential i think when we are thinking of that um the pandemic has changed the old normal and there will be that next normal and so on. And maybe the people are not traveling any longer. Um, and maybe some of that virtual or augmented reality stuff will change the way we are doing fairs, the way we are doing shows, the way we are going to present the strategy and so on. And um, we are also looking in terms of, of uh, that internally in the, in the um, future of work project. What are your thoughts Will this stay, um, that, that approach of virtual reality? So as the global lead for virtual reality at SAP, um, <laughs> I, I don't have <laughs> I really have to say that. No, that, um, um, I, I don't have the answer because future of work is not about uh, being, uh, there are different parts. So future of work could be what is coming up in the next 20 years. It's about mega trends. It's about, yeah. and there are companies around there. There are experts doing nothing else and evaluating that and real smart guys. So I won't ever touch that field, but we have to find answers And now the challenge for us in IT is how to bring that into the company. And now the second part opens. It's not only providing a working place that fits your needs today. It is also give you the freedom to experiment because it might, doesn't make any sense to only have one team that is uh, responsible for innovation. Yeah? You are the innovation guy. That doesn't mean you are the only innovation guy. And I'm the, the global lead for a future of work. And hopefully we have 120 more global leads for future of work yep. who, who are driving that topic, who are understanding that uh, you have to bring together things and, 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 and findings. And these findings starts with playing. And especially in Germany, I think we have the problem that playing is not working. That is the opposite of working. Yeah. But everything you starts cannot have with fun playing. at work. <laughs> yeah, and fun is also a part of that. And I really run around and tell everybody, please play with that device, try it out, have fun, and get some ideas what is in there. I still not aware of exactly the business need. We mm -hmm. already have use cases. And I totally agree. It could not be this photorealistic thing. This is not uh, why VR could be helpful. Um, there are other things in and we, we, we are preparing also these sessions. We have a VR environment, our showroom, which we invite at the end of the postcard also as a, as a little uh, um, spoiler here. Um, this uh, showroom is also available in VR and you we can visit there with some Oculus Quest, I think, in this case. And uh, we are doing this session also with board members of SAP, which is a, a challenge because um, less time, For people, you need time to get to dive into that, but it yeah. is super important to get that experience on all levels. 
And not only these IT guys has to work with fancy technology, it is really about everybody. So what we are also doing is we invite people from all kinds of the company, our colleagues in, in, in finance, uh, they're doing the whole day some invoices, whatever. It's uh, I did that once a little finance bit. Stuff. <laughs> finance stuff. Finance yeah. stuff. They do finance stuff. And, and then the other colleagues doing let's say some other stuff and 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 they think really sometimes uh no no my job is with these invoices for example i'm not the one at sap to use vr classes it's privileged to use vr classes privilege and we have to bring a culture in a company and to find a way also what we are now preparing for the for the after it's possible again we are preparing special rooms all over the company in in our locations to offer the, the uh, in a coffee corner for example mm -hmm. to, to offer the possibility to try these technologies and and to play around with them and also open a feedback channel uh, that is also by the way um, a reason for why we are offering this digital showroom to us we want to get feedback from our employees it all started to do these tours for our employees to share the newest things from IT and to get the newest feedback live from all kinds of groups at SAP, uh, but it also turned out it's very insightful to share that with customer groups and get their insights, what they are doing in their company. So the simple answer is, I do not have the answer and we are, we are playing around to find it and it's not about wasting money and time, it's about being prepared for the future. Being, pre being prepared for the future from my point of view and getting ideas. And I, I think you only yes. can get ideas, especially with that something which you have to experience. So you cannot, when you are looking at YouTube videos or something like that, where someone recorded a session in a VR class, it doesn't work. You have to experience it by yourself. And I'm sure that we will find just more than use cases when we get into discussions with our customers because mm. they maybe they have their maintenance processes in mind they have their training processes in mind and when we are talking on warehouse management and all these kinds of, of processes and then um, we get the big picture again because then the intelligent enterprise is not only accessible or the software of the intelligent enterprise is not only accessible via smartphone or a laptop or something else or voice now it's also accessible in a virtual world and maybe our customers one day can save money or can educate their people better or can avoid some some accidents when they provide a virtual training or something like that and then sap plays that role again because we have that integration into our yeah intelligent suite or into our intelligent enterprise Exactly. And, and, and not only thinking in uh, only VR because it's fancy or new stuff. This is one of the technologies and possibilities. Be open for all of these yeah. kinds of technologies, for example, to solve challenges that comes out of we want to be as inclusive as possible. Um, we are also installing, for example, a screen that can be fully uh, run with your eyes. With eye tracking, you can control what's going on on the screen. You can, you can at the end control your whole SAP suite and all the news you need and, and things just with your eyes. The technology is there. Bring that together is, is, a, is a challenge, is a demand. And getting people on playing around with this stuff and experimenting leads to new products. So think two years ahead or one year ahead, we will provide eye tracking as a standard 
input device for SAP software, mm -hmm. which will be a great step ahead. We had uh, inclusion is such a, such a great tema, uh, topic, topic for future. Yep. Yes, uh, topic for future of work um, because. Um, inclusion together with sustainability is, is, is overlaid currently because we have the pandemic and we have to cover that. And how will it be? Will we be back, back in the office? This is not the biggest question we are having. The question is, if we have this ex execution we currently have not to cover sustainability questions and not to cover inclusion topics, uh, which we really have to solve in this world, in, in the business. Um, and it's not a, a department in a company. It is a task for the whole company. And um, so where did I start at Timo? I lost the beginning of my sentence. It was a great, uh, I think it was a great idea. Uh, yes, other technology. So um, think of, <laughs> we had a, a great day, Timo. Oh, <laughs> we had a great day. Um, during the pandemic, we had a global, uh, a global health day. Uh, global yep. uh, global health yes so so because we are so rich no, no it's not because we are rich we really identified it is a need to have one day which is not the weekend which is not a day just vacation it is the whole company stopped and really my 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 email inbox was not flooded just one or two yep. emails opposite of 200 300 per day so that was really a relief and during the day some offerings also um uh, i think also at the mental the mental health day and and there was the mental health day they had a they had a colleague um um uh, doing this this sport activity a very famous uh, uh, guy and he talked at the end uh, there was a question in the q a and he has been asked hey um what are you what is helpful for you he is a blind colleague, a blind colleague running the marathon and, and doing uh, all these kind of mm -hmm. crazy sports and with the bike and, and everything. And he said at the end, for example, an Apple iPhone is very helpful because this company focuses on inclusion and I can't cover my life without, for, for in this case, an iPhone and the possibilities. And then he said to us in that round, I think 25,000 SAP colleagues listened to him live. And he said, uh, dear SAP colleagues, think of a world where your software is so inclusive that I can use it. And there was silence because that is the challenge. And to yeah, provide yeah. technology as an enabler that helps you to work on sustainability in all dimensions to help the world run better. This is our challenge. The good thing is, Timo, we did that already since many, many years, and there are lots of proof points, we are not able yet to bring that proof points outside. And we are working also on that. We are collecting currently all these proof points and uh, build a new future of work um, area that you can experience how far we are already there as an inspiration, as, as, a, as a really a proof point that future of work is in the DNA of SAP since the beginning. That's a good thing from my point of view. That's a really good thing because we are doing, um, to be honest, we are doing good things and sometimes we are not talking about these good things. So to find a source of, of inspiration and to find a source of true uh, uh, yeah, proof points, what we already did and maybe what we are also doing in the future. And I gave you, uh, I think, Oliver, as um, global lead for future of work or global yes. lead future of work, I think you gave a good closing word and um, I forgot it oh. to be honest, but it was a good closing word like, yeah, be be open, be open-minded and play around and um, see it as an enabler. But um, from my point of view, see it as an enabler and see it as a journey 
which is taking place for a long, long time. And sometimes you have to t- yeah, you, you have to rest and you have to to collect all your thoughts and all everything what you already did. And maybe you have to talk sometimes about that and you have to publish that, that others also see what we are doing as, as great mm-hmm. stuff and also for our customers, what, what they already did. So sometimes they aren't, um, if we have that um, picture in mind of that um, kid with the stairs, maybe they aren't on step number two or three. Maybe they are even far, far, far more, um, far higher in their journey, but they, they don't even know it because they take things for granted. And from my point of view, it was a very interesting talk. So my first episodes, to be honest. Okay, so, well, this is the ending because if that was the closing words, I yeah. promised all time that we have an invitation at the end. <laughs> and what a big surprise, yes. Everybody, I think down there in the link, or how is that working in a podcast? <laughs> it's, it's in the description. It's in the description below. Yeah, there is a link for okay. uh, now the advertisement. <laughs> Okay. Should I do that? Okay, cool. Yes, of course. You are all, you are all, and in the digital world, I really mean all. You are all invited to a digital showroom tour where we share how we run the intelligent enterprise at SAP, how we cope, future of work challenges, and you get the answers from real people. For example, the tour lead will be a student two months at SAP, and immediately she is so super happy with what, what she sees. She's the best ambassador you can imagine because she really shares her impression. And that is yeah. the way we are doing that exchange. So please stay in contact, contact me directly, um, uh, uh, connect me on LinkedIn. Um, I also learned how that works. And uh, there's also a possibility then to arrange some tours for you, for your company, for your friends. Uh, we, can, we can take you all. And I really like the tour. So I did it. And Oliver, we have your LinkedIn details also in the description, of course. So the people will reach out to you, of course, and um, take the chance to take to book a tour, the digital IT showroom tour. And it's from IT, but not only for IT, guys. That's very important. It's not only for IT, it's for everyone. So use it. And um, Oliver, thanks a lot for your time. And thanks for, for being my guest here at the SAP. Thanks for my side. It was such a great experience. The first podcast out of a series, I think of 10, what we will do together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Happy to do that. (laughs) 